This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Welcome to another episode of the Kenyan World Tip Podcast. My name is Eric Asuma and I will be your host today. Today's show we have Mr. Brian Myers who serves as the CEO of Equity Capital, an online fintech company that's authorized and regulated by the Financial, Financial Conduct Authority in the UK. The Equity Group has offices in the UK, USA, Africa, across the UAE, Latin America, New Zealand and Armenia. Here in Africa, particularly in Kenya, Equity Capital operates as EGM Securities under the brand FX Pesa. Welcome to the show, Mr. Bright. Thank you very much, Eric. Thank you for having me, Kenny Moore Street. Uh, today, uh, we'll be talking about uh, the global markets, particularly what has happened in 2020, generally to try to recap of uh, how the year has been and uh, what, how, the, how the next year will look. So, uh, from where you sit, uh, I think you've seen, you've witnessed 2020 has been very unprecedented and with the world economy almost coming to a halt. Uh, one of the things that I think was on the positive was that the global financial markets have been on the rise despite the, the, the slowdown in the global economy. Mr. Brown, uh, how would you characterize the year from where you sit? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 been, a, it's been a ride, isn't it? This 2020 has been a ride for everyone all over the world. Um, there's the, the virus, politics, everything that's been happening through 2020 has has, um, has, has really put a strain on, on, on people, people with their personal life. Lots of people have lost their jobs. But there is this big disconnect, as you're saying, between um, Main Street and Wall Street, as in you know the, 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 the kind of the retail sector, the corporate sector, where people are losing their jobs. But you're seeing the Nasdaq up at 12,300. Um, you're seeing the Dow Jones over 30,000. So there's, there's, there is this, there's this, this disconnect and, and a lot of people, we've seen this year, a big transfer of wealth. Um, lots of people getting into the markets for the first time and trading for the first time and they're investing in, in stocks like Apple, Amazon, etc. Uh, and they've really pushed those stocks onto new levels and these stocks create a huge proportion of these indexes. So. People are investing, they're becoming savvy, um, they're understanding they want to invest for their financial future. Um, millions more are investing this year than they have done any time previously. And that, that is continuing to press the stock markets further and further. And you know, long, may, long may it continue. Interesting. Uh, I, I think, as you've mentioned, uh, it's more of um, one of the things that from a financial markets perspective, a lot has changed because I think previously, uh, Previously, people weren't that as curious about markets as they have been this year. Yeah. Well, people have been uh, in lockdown and all that, and they're looking for the next, let's say, opportunity to make money. Uh, yeah. How would you say the financial markets have changed since the virus hit? Well, I mean, that's it. There, there was this perfect storm, wasn't there, that, that was created. So you had people losing their jobs, so they need an income. Um, the income has to be online because they're either working from home or they have to spend their time at home. You know, I'm, I'm in basically a lockdown in the UK at the minute, I'm speaking to you from London, and we had just had a lockdown for the last month. So people were going on, on onto, uh, onto their um, platforms and seeing how can they do this? 
and then at the same time as, as I mentioned and they're doing it in swathes and at the same time as I mentioned there are, there, are, there are these tremendous stories that are happening with you know things like Netflix and these stocks like Zoom that are obviously increasing because there's this new technology that's coming into play that's um, solving the problems that people have during this pandemic so everyone that's coming into it they're investing in these kind of stocks and it's only going one way and they're making more and more money um, from, from holding these positions and having patience with these positions and and they're telling their friends and they're telling their mum and their mum's telling their aunt and and what's happened is we've seen this huge word of mouth that's happened where now everyone is talking about the financial markets everyone is discussing this much more than I've ever seen in the last 15 years of, of my career where people have got an opinion on gold you know oil has just gone negative what does that mean gold is it a safe haven is it not what's happening with bitcoin what's happening with you know with other stocks everyone's talking about this themselves and lots of people are using it as a hobby and lots of people are using it as second incomes but it's created this environment where the virus for me it's changed people's outlook on the financial markets and looking at their finances forever i think this this isn't going to stop when the vaccines take hold and and we we, we get this virus under control people are going to continue to look at, at this for, for forever from here on in, in in a much heightened way than they've done in the past interesting interesting what will you say were your top five trades for for the year well Eric, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a long-term guy, okay? So anyone that follows me on Twitter, um, I've just set up a Twitter account um, to help people through all this stuff, BJ Myers at uh, UK. Um, they're they're going to see that I consistently talk about patience, talk about the, the long-term, you know? So I, I've always been a, an advocate of buying things like S&P, ETFs, you know, own own the index, so you own part of um, the economy. And, and I, I was a buyer of that. Um, when the market took a dip, of course. By the way, these opinions are, are, are myself, not my company. I'm just giving you my own opinions. Um, I, I also, um, it made sense to me in 2020 that, that sterling was going to become weak against you know, like the euro, as an example, because the UK, unfortunately, handled Brexit very poorly and continues to do so, and also handling the, the pandemic very poorly. So we, we've seen um, sterling weakness. Um, I think I just mentioned to you that, that I really like some pandemic basket stocks. So, you know, to, to sit back and say, okay, what stocks are going to benefit from um, the fact that we're all sat at home? And of course, that was going to be Netflix. Of course, that was going to be Zoom. I, I, li- I love the look of uh, Jumia uh, in, in Africa, Jumia Tech as well. Um, so, so, yeah, so I started to, to build on, on those. Um, and of course, yeah, obviously I'm, I'm interested to look at, at the crypto markets and what's happening there as well. We've seen a lot of strength from Bitcoin. Okay, interesting. Uh, speaking of Africa, um, how do you think the continent compares uh, compared to other regions that you operate in, such as Bogota, London, UK, Middle East, uh, from a trading perspective? Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, we're all over the world um, at Equity Group. Um, and every regions have their similarities and have their differences for sure um the, you see you see differences in africa because uh multi-asset global products is still quite new yeah so it's, it's quite new to, to a lot of africans a lot of kenyans um they, they they need a little bit more guidance a little bit more hand-holding them to understand um products back to front and when they do they're interested in products that other regions aren't sometimes so 
If in uh, the Middle East, as you would expect, we get a lot of oil volume, whereas we probably get more gold volume in Africa. People more more interested in trading in trading gold and, and currencies. Um, other jurisdictions have uh, regulators um, and have been regulated for a long period of time, so they're they're more established markets. And one of the things we're trying to do at FX. PESA and EGM is to educate traders to only trade with locally regulated brokers. Um, there, there are far too many unscrupulous guys in Africa uh, and we, we're working with the regulators across the, across the uh, region to, to try and make it as safe as possible for people to trade when, when they want to trade. Um, a difference as well in Africa compared to other regions is that, is that Africa, as we keep mentioning, hasn't been open to multi-asset. So uh, uh, Kenyans, as an example, they've been trading local stocks, NSE stocks um, and bonds primarily through, through local stockbrokers that they've had a relationship with for a long time. And of course, they're not getting any returns from those asset classes. The, the NSE is down 32% for the year. It's down considerably over the last three, four years. So, uh, so Kenyans are looking for that connection to multi-asset global, global um, assets. Um, things like Tesla um, is, is a stock that I've held for, for a few years and, and you know, Tesla's up 800% on the year. It's, had, it's, just, it's come off the last couple of days. Um, primarily because globally, Tesla stock, the term, is, is rated number eight as the global Google search at the minute, which shows you the level of interest globally in global multi-asset stocks. So Africans not having access to trade these things that are returning hundreds, 800% returns um, has, made, has made, um, made it very limited for them. So we come in and give them that access to these, these opportunities. Um, and so we're going we're gonna to make sure we turn this round so that Africans have this um, access. Interesting. Uh, speaking of, I think, the single stocks, what, 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 what's, what's like the most suited um, single stock uh, from, uh, from the African market on, on, on your platform? What's the mo most, what, sorry? Well, maybe you can speak about the, the most traded, traded uh, single stocks uh, on your platform. Yeah, it's uh, Tesla, for sure. Um, people were trading in Tesla. They they also um, traded the airlines when obviously the impact of the of the virus meant that people because obviously again that the, the the thing that Africans want access to is the ability to make money from a falling market as well as an increasing market, right? They don't want to just get and hold stocks just for the long term. If they want to speculate, they want to make money from from short term movement. So a lot of people. Obviously, obviously enough to a, to, a, to, a, to a savvy trader, believed that the airline stocks was going to be massively impacted because the airplanes, of course, are grounded. So we saw a lot of lot of volume coming into um, people trading the airline stocks. A lot of people trading Zoom, um, understanding Zooms. Uh, Jumio is on our platform as well. A lot of people understanding: is this going to be the Amazon of Africa or is it not? Everyone's taking an opinion on that. So yeah, we, we, they're, the, they're the key uh, equities at the minute, but that'll always change, you know, depending on what the market's telling us, that'll change next month. Okay, interesting. Um, I think one of the things that you spoke about was on uh, regulation, and I think regulation is, think that, that, that has come to help the market because I think previously, before, before uh, EGM came, uh, before you go to Alessis to be the first, first, uh, the first uh, online forex broker here, I think we, we had that. Generally, we had a lot of issues around 
uh, uh, and, uh, maybe brokers coming into the market that are unregulated, but then they go away with people's money. But I think, given that you guys are regulated, that comes with a bit of assurance that, look, we are here to stay and we are here for the long run. Um, and then uh, one of the things that I think um, we can speak of uh, is on the forest trading, on the, generally the interest from the public, which has mentioned that has gone up. Um, what would you say has been the interest from um, not just the retail market, but from uh, from even the corporate, the corporate partners who, who are seeking to partner with yourselves uh, yeah. to offer their clients access to such opportunities? Okay, so your question was two parts there on, on regulation and, and on interest into institutions and, and retail guys. Um, the, the regulation part is, is really important to us. So it, it gives it gives absolute assurance to our underlying clients that we treat their money with complete security under client money rules, okay? Um, we, we have to abide by rules and regulations that guys that aren't regulated um, don't have to, which means, as, as you say, unfortunately, what happened in Africa many years ago is that a lot of these guys came into the region, took money from clients and just ran off, ran off with their money, damaging the industry for a long period of time. And we, we, we have a huge responsibility on us at EGMFX PESA um, that we take onto our shoulders, that we're, we're the first, we're the biggest, and we know that we have to come to the region and reverse that mentality so that Kenyans, Africans feel that they can come to complete security to trade for, the, for their long term, okay? And it's something that we, we, are, we, we accept the responsibility and we're working hard to, to, to educate the market. Um, your second part to your question is, is around what, what, what is the interest? So yeah, we, we, on, we onboard thousands of clients, retail clients per month um, now. And with those clients, we have to educate them. We have to show them um, the full suite of products that we have. Um, we have to show them, you know, the, the landmines that they could could walk up against. Um, and it's the same with, with institutions. They're still very green to this as well. We, we have, as you know, we have partnerships with uh, investment banks, stockbroking houses, um, and these guys are, are, are coupling with us because their underlying clients, as you say, Eric, are asking for multi-asset and they can't provide it. So you know anyone that wants to give their clients multi-asset access please come and have a conversation with us we can get you set up in no time at all because it is genuinely what your underlying clients want they they, they want it and they need it for for, for now and for, and for the foreseeable future okay interesting uh speaking of uh i think speaking of forex trading i think it's good we touch the element of financial literacy which i think is a big challenge not just here in africa but i think across most uh emerging and frontier markets People need to be aware about how do they manage their finances and how do they how do they get into the market. And I think one of the challenges that we've had during this period is that it's been a bit uh, harder to do physical sort of uh, the physical classes. Uh, maybe from uh, you can mention what what Equity Capital, EGM, and uh, all your subsidiaries are doing to to educate the market in terms of how to how to take advantage of these opportunities. It's a great question because. This, this is this is the important thing, the financial literacy side. So, you know, one of the things I always talk about is that 85% of people claim to be successful after four years of understanding the markets and, and, and being educated because they, they've made the mistakes, they've learned from them, they've got through it. So, so it's a huge number, but you have to get people to that point even quicker than four years if you can uh, um, with education. And we love educating our clients. We, we've got a, a workshop in our office 
um, in Westlands. We've got a, we're consistently educating people in Nakuru. Um, but because of the pandemic, we've had to take all of those online. So we've had to do online workshops, Zooms, you know, webinars, uh, videos. Um, and this is really, really important for people to have this because what you need to do is you need to, you need to hone in on, on products that you're interested in and become a master of them and then have as much education around you as possible to either reinforce or go against what you believe is going to be your trade and that is how you learn and you keep on learning from it whether it be technical analysis fundamental analysis surround yourself with this absorb immerse yourself in this information you know as i said i would recommend people also following us on our social media pages on telegram twitter follow myself on twitter um because we're talking about the markets daily we 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 know that a lot of people in in kenya don't have the experience so we're trying to bring our experience um, to them so you can benefit from the mistakes that we've made in the past and you know benefit from us bringing that education and bringing the the key information of the day straight to your inbox or straight to, you know straight as a notification to your phone so so yeah i think it's a great question financial literacy is something that we promised the regulators that we were always going to work wherever we go we go we go and we set up the regulation the regulators say to us we need you to help us educate this market and we we take that responsibility very very seriously Okay, interesting. That's a good point. Uh, what are some of the, as, as, as we close the year, what are some of the exciting things that you think we should look forward to in the coming year? In the, in the, in the world of financial. Um, they, so I'm, I'm passionate, really passionate about education. I, I think we, I noticed many years ago that across the globe, um, in schools, people don't really talk about financial freedom. They don't. They don't talk about investment. They don't talk about you know trading for the long term. Um, it's just not. It's just not talked to people. So, the, the, one of the exciting things going into next year is is just the, the huge number of people now that are exceptionally interested to this, and it's becoming more than a hobby to so many people to think about their future. Um, I love the fact that within those people, uh, there's a larger demographic that are entering the space for the first time. So. For sure, we're seeing a lot more women um, balancing the, the traders. Normally, normally in the past, um, it's been kind of 35-year-old males that are, that are most interested in trading. That's completely changing now, all across the world, um, which is which is fantastic. And people from all backgrounds as well are starting to, to pay attention and say, "Look, I need to do things now for the future." Um, I think I said recently that you know, in my in my youth, I always underestimated the short term and overestimated the long term i always thought that i could can make an easy buck on a quick trade day trade but never never also thought that hold on i need to plant seeds for my future or what's going to happen to me in my 30s and my 40s my 50s um and i think it's very very exciting that 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 people are, are starting to talk like that now and starting to understand just how how important that is um exciting things for us as a brokerage going into next year um, we're going into other African regions. Um, we're investing heavily in, into the region. I'm going to be spending more of my time um, in Africa. You know, I'm always in Kenya anyway, but I'm going to be spending more of my time dealing with the uh, continent, helping with the continent. Um, we've got loads of initiatives coming through. You know, we've partnered with the NSC. We're the first online brokerage to do that. I'm going to be bringing stock futures and, and growing that partnership. Um, we've got lot. We've got great partnerships with all of our introducing brokers. Um, and continuing to educate those guys and their underlying clients. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about next year. Um, 
as, as, as we said, you know, this pandemic has got so many negatives that it's great that we can all go and talk about finance and talk about these opportunities and get a break away from from the pandemic, you know, and, and actually and actually we can get excited about something and, you can, and we can genuinely get excited about trading in 2021. You know, they always say that uh, you, you usually overestimate what you can do in the short term, but then underestimate what you can do in the long run. Exactly. Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, speaking of uh, expansion, would you say Kenya is like, uh, in, in Africa, Kenya would be like the largest market from an online uh, trading perspective? It depends what asset class. I mean, you're, c- certainly in East Africa, um, you've got huge numbers of um, Nigerians that trade things like cryptocurrencies and, and other asset classes, for sure. Uh, and there's a very well-established market in South Africa. Um, but in East Africa, Kenya Kenya's leading the way in, in regulated online Forex and CFD uh, trading, for sure. Interesting. Uh, speaking of partnerships, uh, it, it's interesting that you recently partnered with the, the local stock exchange so that you can offer some sort of derivatives for the local market. I think that's something exciting and it's, it's, it's the first in this market, so something we, we look even for our readers, we are definitely looking forward to that. Speaking yeah. of. Uh, I mean, what, what we do, Eric, is we, we look at, we try and solve systemic problems. That's what we try and do and, and add value to our clients. And the, as, as I mentioned earlier, the stock market being down, the NSE being down 32% for the year, it, there's, there's, Kenyans have got this opportunity where they may need to hedge their existing share ownership, right? They may need to make money because the markets are going down and they don't have that access. So we're giving them the opportunity to, to short, to make money from the falling NSE uh, index. Um, and we're also offering some of uh, stock futures from the NSE stock futures as well. So it, as I said, it's a big problem and, and we've done this, we've worked very hard on this to partner with the NSE to, to, to fix that problem. Very interesting. As we come to the end of the show, probably you can tell us uh, what, what are your top, top trades that you're looking forward to uh, or will be keenly watching uh, in the coming year? It's going to be so many, isn't it? I mean, they, there's um, the, the the currency movements. They're going to remain volatile. So we the, the sterling moves that are happening based off of Brexit. You, you you know that that should be resolved by the end of the year. But we've, we've said that before, so you, we have no idea what's going to be happening there. Look at the dollar. Understanding what's going to be happening with the next administration that's coming in. Um, there's a really interesting debate on Bitcoin versus gold at the minute. Uh, Ray Dalio, who's a, a very well-known hedge fund manager that I, that I respect, um, he, he was discussing this this week where he was saying, you know, are people moving away from gold and moving into Bitcoin as a safe haven, if, if you believe it. Um, so that, that that's going to continue into next year. Certainly that has some strength. There's stocks in the retail sector. So w- will they catch up or are they going to fall away? You know, there's a lot of these lot of these stocks that have lagged behind the big tech stocks. Are, is big tech going to level off? Or is it going to continue this unbelievable momentum? Um, and are other stocks that have lagged behind, are they going to catch up uh, or, or are they going to continue as well? So it's, it's all going to be incredibly exciting. I'm, I'm, as always, I'm going to be looking at commodities, currencies and, and stocks uh, and the indices uh, and, and positioning myself accordingly. And as I said, feel free to, uh, to follow me on Twitter um, for, for my thoughts on this daily. Um. Maybe you can, as, as we close, um, maybe last comment would be on 
is would, would, would Biden be good for the market? How would the market react on uh, Biden's president? Uh, on what, sorry? On Biden's president. On the election. On Biden, Biden's president. Well, that, this, this is the thing. It's at the minute, so the markets, um, if you'd have listened to Trump at the time, you would have uh, would have said that he was the person that was single-handedly lifting up the stock markets across the world, right? Um, but since, since um, the election, fiasco uh, that the, the markets have got even stronger so I think um, that will continue there will, there will be some sort of um, sort of taking of stock I think I said this yesterday actually on, on Twitter that you know the, the markets are exhausted at the minute with the amount of momentum they've got there's got to be some sort of uh, profit taking some sort of correction and I think that's that's kind of happening today across the markets um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see I mean the volatility here that's that's the important thing Eric right the volatility the up and downs that gives the opportunity for traders that gives the opportunity to make money uh, and definitely that's going to be here in 2021 interesting uh, maybe as we close you can uh, ask you can tell our readers or our listeners where uh, how they can get in touch with you on Twitter or your handle yeah so well firstly I want to thank everyone in Kenya um, massive thank you for the support you've given our company we've been there on the ground uh, as I said we've got a large operation in Nairobi and and in Nakuru and we're exceptionally passionate um, about making up making our mark in Kenya and and really growing this industry and thank you to you Eric as well and Kenyan Wall Street for working with us on the same mission um, anyone can get me on Twitter at BJ Myers UK um, for this and also you can get us on our FX PESA uh, telegram channel fx pesta twitters and facebook pages of egm uh, and i would highly recommend doing that guys because you know we, we we do a lot of the hard work for you to try and get this education to you so thank you thank you to everyone thank you to everyone listened thank you eric really thank appreciate you. it thank you very much Brian, and uh, looking forward to hosting in our next podcast thank you